This podcast is for the chronic undersharer, the designated listener of the group, and the perpetual bottler. It's our turn to open up. Welcome to Spill. In past episodes of Spill, I told personal stories, but about topics that are universal. My hope is that you could turn off the sound of my voice and go somewhere that was your own. Think about how you feel about purpose, where you feel you belong, etc. Today, I'm afraid I risk talking about something way too niche, too hyper-specific. But you know, Spill is a self-help podcast where the self is myself predominantly, so I think it's okay. I think I get a pass. What I want to talk about today is the desire to feel like your life is linear on an unbroken path. Essentially, to feel like you've been one person your whole life. I just finished watching The Haunting of Bly Manor on Netflix this week, which is this spooky, ghostly kind of show, if you're into that kind of thing. I used to watch a lot of scary movies in high school because a friend of mine was obsessed. He loved scary movies, and it was a very typical Friday night to go to dinner, drive to Blockbuster, rest in peace, and watch some random scary movie in his home theater. Though it was often The Strangers from 2008, because that was his favorite. Anyway, scary movies and shows feel oddly nostalgic to me. And that way, I, I think I almost find a twisted comfort in them, which I know maybe is weird. Anyway, I watched Bly Manor, uh, and no... I will not spoil the plot or offer you my critical review. The, honestly, that's an excellent idea for a spinoff podcast. I've got many takes, I assure you. Uh, but I'll just say, I'll say two things about it. First of all, my greatest and most important takeaway from this show is that it made me long for a snarky but sweet gardener who calls me Poppins in a Northern English accent which is unfortunately such a terribly specific desire to have, as you can imagine. Um, but that's my type now. Uh, so let me know if you have any leads. Uh, hook a girl up. Uh, I, I am in love. But the, <laughs> the, the other thing, the other thing more importantly to know about the show is that there are a ton of memory sequences and repetitive memory sequences at that. So we end up seeing the same set of memories presented to us over and over again. And I was watching this on Monday night, and those sequences happened to unexpectedly trigger something in me. Let me take a step back. This is going to sound jarring, but I promise I do have a destination in mind. So there's a lot of stereotypes about LGBTQ people. Let me offer you some of my personal favorites about queer ladies specifically. <clears throat> we like iced coffee. We can't sit straight in chairs. We're bad at both driving and math. We speedwalk, are obsessed with cats and plants. We unload all our trauma on the first date, then move in on the second date. We have an obsession with Harry Styles. We love the musician Girl in Red. Autumn is our favorite season. And finally, we have a true unbreakable affinity to flannel. I will neither confirm nor deny if I feel those stereotypes ring true. I do think they're a bit surface level, though and perhaps moderately reductive at times. I just think that there are many deeper layers of queerness that deserve to be unpacked. For example, for me, being queer is the act of constant retracing, unlocking memories, 
identifying patterns, connecting the dots. We all have those moments when our mind starts to wander, right? For me, it's often when I'm walking in the morning or when I close my eyes at night or even in the middle of the day when I can't seem to fix my concentration. I feel my mind start to drift and the thoughts begin to churn. Sometimes in those moments, I worry about the things I have to do the next day or I stress about work. But more often than not, I don't churn about the future. I'm often transported to memories. My spare moments are filled with glimpses, vignettes, scenes from my past. And often, kind of like in Bly Manor, it's the same ones, again and again. An encounter in a middle school doorway, a group working session in the college library, a visit at my desk in the city capitol building. Little moments that occupy my brain rent-free playing on a constant loop that I can't seem to stop. They were moments that in real time felt relatively meaningless, but with age took on something different. There are moments I should have known I was queer and they replay in my mind incessantly. Why does that happen though? What's up with this retracing? Why are these memories on loop? Why do I constantly revisit them? I have a working hypothesis. It's rooted in and based on the fact that sometimes I struggle with this feeling that I've been two people in my life, a straight one and a queer one. Like the first 20-some years of life was an other me, seeing and feeling things totally differently. Sometimes, honestly, it even feels like those years were a waste. Who was I? What was I thinking? And I honestly find that self-division rather disorienting and upsetting. It feels like a reverse identity crisis or something. And honestly, more than anything, I find it confusing. Because I just want to feel like one person this whole time. I don't want to feel split. So here's my hypothesis. I think the constant, never-ending retracing that I do, these memories that I play back, I think it comes from a desperate, primal desire to erase that feeling of division, to prove I've been me the whole time. I want to feel like one person on a linear path, and that drives me to turn every single stone in my memory, continuing to search for more evidence, more assurance that I have been me the whole time meaning that I've been queer the whole time. And that leads beyond this persistent pursuit to unlock memories, identify patterns, connect the dots, to make myself feel whole. Right? So I I go back to this middle school doorway. There was this girl who I was kind of fixated on. Her attention felt like a drug to me. I could never get enough. And I I had the self-awareness at the time to know that this felt different than the other girl friendships I had. But I just saw it and processed it as a different flavor of friendship. 
So I, I knew her schedule, and one day when the bell rang, I knew she was going to be coming down the far side of the hall as I was leaving science class in the middle of the hall. So I waited by that doorway, pretended to make conversation with whoever happened to be around until I saw her coming in my direction. At which point, I remember going through this mental checklist. How am I standing? What are my hands doing? How's my hair? Do I look like I'm saying something funny to the person I'm talking to? Do I seem at ease? Do I look awkward? All these things I ticked through and adjusted to make sure I got it just right. And when my peripheral vision indicated that she was just a yard or two in front of me, I strategically broke eye contact with the random guy I was talking to and casually made it seem like I was just happening to look up when she walked by, praying she'd return my eye contact. And she did. And it was exhilarating. I have revisited this memory hundreds of times. Analyzing every frame of it, channeling what I felt, my heightened heart rate, my sweaty palms. I play it back because it feels like validation, self-validation. It's so obvious to me now that I was 13, pining for this girl. And yeah, like I, I wish I had known that then. But I do find comfort now knowing that even when I was really young, I was the same person I am today. So look, does it really matter to have that linear path to feel singular as a person? I don't know. I think for me, it, it, it does just come from a, a desire to feel valid probably. I think I'm also just such a story person. I love, I love stories, telling them, hearing them. So I think in every single aspect of my life, I search for that through line, that narrative that's weaving all these random moments together. But to be honest, even after all this retracing, I do still struggle with feeling split sometimes. But when I get to that dark place, I just try to tell myself, I wasn't a different person before. Maybe I was just someone living in the dark. And I, I didn't know any different. But unbeknownst to me, there were things I just I couldn't see, things I missed. Until one day, the lights came on and I could see. I could see all these things around me, in front of me behind me that I never saw before. Same me, just new perspective, new information. Like I said in the beginning, I, I just don't think perhaps anyone will relate to anything I've said today. Um, you know, if you've ever felt divided or split, or maybe like you've just lost the script of your life at some point. But if, if so, just remember, you are the author of your own script. And you are the only one who has the pen. And sometimes stories get messy. Even your own plots get weird and tangled. Trust, I thought that many times, watching Bly Manor and my gardener girlfriend. 
But eventually, in my experience, I found out that it all usually ends up making sense in the end.